This is just Zach Ansbury Channel. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Professor Scott Coslow from Macquarie University. And in fact, some of the stuff is is a beautiful model of what insight is and so forth. Now, the reviewers sort of look at this and sort of say, you know, there's a lot here. We think this is two papers, one a message message strategy and the other on insight. So we'd like you to, to focus on insight. We'll reject this paper, but please um, submit one on focused on insight. So that's what's called a reject and resubmit, which is very uncommon. Yeah, I was going to um, say, I haven't even heard of that before. Yeah, Journal of Advertising doesn't like to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they really like the topic. But you know, we know that this is going to be more than six months' work, so it's technically a reject. But you know, yeah. we'd love to see the paper. Please give us that. Okay, all fine and good. And uh, we write that paper. And again, we pull out the data. The, the, the wonderful quotes that we have on Inside and how it works and what it is. Um, again, I think it's it's great work, um, very insightful, pardon the pun. Um, but the reviewers still weren't getting it. They weren't getting it at all. And they knew that what we were saying was important, hmm. but they couldn't see why it was important. How, how is this relevant? How does it fit in? Um, and in fact, they wanted a theory. Okay. And it's like, well, you know, there isn't good theory in this area. Mm. So why do we have to have a theory? All right. In fact, we go through several rounds with this, and the editor's getting really stroppy with us, saying, for Pete's sake, fix the paper or I'm going to have to reject it. Um, And it's unusual how many rounds we went through. I can't remember how many we went through. It was like two or three. Um, And finally, the editor sends us the letter saying, you know, this is it. Okay? It's make or break. Um, The we know there's elements of this stuff that are, that are really quite good, and that's why we keep asking you to redo it. But, you know, we, we need something more, okay? And I wish I could remember the exact ways that, that the editor phrased it, but it was really, you know, thoughtful, well-written, and it's like, we need structure. Mm-hmm. We need to understand where you're coming from. So finally, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I don't think the problem is lack of theory because I feel like there was enough theory in the paper, even though the reviewers said it, it was a problem with theory. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, this is to me, and I've seen this pattern before, the problems of positioning of the paper. Okay. They're not getting into the right frame of reference from the beginning. And it needs to be from the get go, from the first paragraph. Uh, that they know where it's going, why it's going. So we go back, or at least I go back to a theory where we started, and it was a theory called absorbent capacity. And this is a management theory, okay? And absorbent capacity comes from a, a very interesting tradition. It's, you know, you might have so a firm in Silicon Valley, and some firms are particularly good at absorbing technical knowledge from other firms and then doing something with it and producing innovative products. To whereas other firms are not anywhere near as good at absorbing information. And what the, uh, Cohen and Leventhal are the authors, uh, the originators of this theory, um, and they say, look, it's not like uh, absorbing capacity is something that everybody does well. You need to invest in specific assets to be able to absorb well. Okay. Okay? It's like you got to buy a radio set to get the radio waves to listen to the radio program. And it's a lot of investment that you got to have in order to listen and listen well, okay, and then incorporate it. Now, 
some later work can go through and identify that there's three steps. There's sort of figuring out what the really critical information is. Then there's articulating that in a way in which the firm can understand it. You know, you have to take all this massive information and boil it down. And then you have to take that information and exploit it. So what's happening with Insight is an account planner has to go out and actively go out and find the insight or find information, okay? And then in the second step, distill it down to an insight. It's usually just a sentence. And then they hand that off to a creative, and a creative can exploit it in some ways. There's three steps. The first two steps of of absorbative capacity are what account planners do. And that was the data that we have, is how account planners deal with insight. And then they pass it off to a creative, and then the creative can exploit. So all we had to do was say, look, these are the steps from absorbative capacity. It's three Mm -hmm. steps. So identify what information they need, articulate it into an insight, and then it gets exploited. The paper is about the first two steps of that creative process. It shows up in the first paragraph. I swear, it's like the reviewers all had this massive sigh of relief. Finally, okay, we get this. Yes, this is really nice. We see how it all ties together now. We weren't seeing it before. This is just great. It's, it was entirely a matter of positioning. Okay, Once we got it, it was smooth sailings. Ah, oh, it's good to hear. Um, so you've had uh, quite a long and successful career. Um, have, I'm not done, by the way. No, I, obviously. <laughs> obviously you're not done. Um, but, I mean, you're an associate editor on two very prestigious journals, um, multiple awards. Um, yeah, I meant it as a compliment. Okay. Um, where I'm coming at with this is... Did you have, um, were there certain people in your life or especially early on in your career or maybe even now that you uh, had as sort of mentor figures or people who helped guide you or you sought advice from? Is there anything like that that you've sort of relied on? Those folks are there. You interact with people all the time and they give you sort of informal feedback and you kind of have to make, figure it out what what folks are telling you, Okay. Um, often the kind of feedback is, it's really sparse. Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.